What's up, everybody? This is Fred Ricciani of TSC. We have right here via Zoom a very special guest. He is a former UFC middleweight champion of the world, hoping to be the new UFC middleweight champion of the world at UFC 271 when he takes on Israel Adesanya in a highly anticipated rematch live on pay-per-view. We're talking to the great Bobby Knuckles himself, a.k.a. Robert Whitaker. Robert, thank you so much for joining us, especially with that awesome fallout chair you got there. How's everything going? <laughs> yeah, good, mate. Good. Um, thanks for having me. I know the time difference is pretty crazy, but it's good to be here. Happy to have you on. Now, let's get some of these generic questions out of the way. They're on the fans' minds. Of course, the rematch is finally official. There were some rumors that maybe wasn't officially signed. Sometimes they put the cart before the horse. Now that it's official, how do you feel getting back to this point after winning three straight fights and surviving this crazy pandemic? Yeah, no, it was crazy. So, um, you know, I knew the fight was coming shortly after last fight. And um, so uh, with all the all the attention that was brought with, like, is it happening, is it not? I think that was just more for, for the fans and, you know, for the public, for the media to, <laughs> to get them talking about something. But, um, but no, it's good, you know. Moving forward, it was never, it was never got, like, I just wanted to get back into the fighting scene. I just wanted to fight and, um, you know, get, come to terms with my new way of doing things because I changed a lot of things up after I lost the belt, changed a lot of things up with the way I trained and especially how I conduct myself outside of the octagon. I wanted, I wanted to change things as a, as a person, I guess. And um, so I was kind of just finding my feet in those fights. And, um, you know, the, the, the pandemic was crazy. The way things changed around, I was blessed to be able to still fight and still be able to put on a show for people. So, um, and it was a good way to to find my feet, you know. It almost almost like it, it was a little slower, you know, to be able to find my feet and to to get that done. So um, to to be where I'm at now, to have earned the right to to have for the rematch and to, you know, for for, for getting this chance to, yeah, you know, find some satisfaction in in this fight, you know, going to this fight. Um, new, improved, self-improved, and you know, I just, I'm going to leave this fight satisfied with whatever outcome that that happens. That's awesome. Now, I'm not asking you to give us your game plan or anything like that, but I would imagine with the adversity that you dealt with personally, professionally, and everything else, winning these three straight fights, going the distance in all of them, by the way, as well. Is there one thing you could tell us that you really learned about yourself that you're taking into the octagon with you? Yeah, you know, um, I guess... So after after I lost the belt, it, it was a, I went on a bit of a soul-searching thing and... Uh, and went and found out, like, really, really come to terms with why I fight, how I want to fight, how I want to train, why I want to train, how I want to do things. So, uh, you know, working through my my whys and hows and and what's like, it, it, it just it made things clearer for me, made things easier, made it easier to go to the sessions, and made it easier to get into the fights to try new things. So, um, to be able to 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 go into this next fight. New, new, improved, self-improved, and to, to, to you know, have a real good grip on that. You know, I'm looking forward to it. We are definitely looking forward to that fight. UC 271, February 12th, Toyota Center, H Town, Houston, Texas, and live on ESPN Plus pay per view. But in between all that, right? You also had a pandemic, and you're in a country that has some of the strictest lockdowns out there. Now, obviously, you, know, you want to keep people safe, everything else. But the reality is, you're also a professional fighter, and it's complete full contact. So what were some of the challenges that you faced over these last couple of years to get back to this point? Yeah, no, it was crazy. You know, I was juggling it just much like everybody else was. It's uh, it's one of those things that, like, with with the pandemic that came in and the lockdowns that were enforced and the gyms shutting down, that, 
that was something we had to work through. And, uh, you know, everybody else was in the same boat. Everyone kind of had to work through it and find a way to make it work. And we, and we did, we found a way to isolate ourselves and to isolate, find isolated uh, locations and to control that way and get partners that were happy to just isolate with us. And, you know, we, we made it work. And, um, whilst it wasn't optimal nobody wants to do that everybody's gone through the same thing everybody had to had to find a way to adapt to this new way of living because i think it's going to be with us for a while now this is something we're going to be dealing with um you know for the foreseeable future so you can see everyone's kind of adapted and uh, got used to it and we're all in the same boat together sometimes with certain fighters they get a rematch right away. Maybe they get a rematch after a, a win or two. You had to wait a couple of years. Looking back at that, are you grateful for that? Do you feel like you're a lot sharper now than you would have been if you just ran it back? Yeah, definitely. You know, um, and I, I, I wanted that. Um, I wanted to get back in the fighting. I wanted to find my feet. I wanted to find myself. I wanted to you know, find myself in the fighting. And um, it was necessary. You know, especially because straight after that loss with Easy the first time, I went on a break. I went on a hiatus. You know, I, I, I took stepped to the left of fighting and, you know, that was so pivotal for me in my career that, um, you know, an instant rematch wasn't something, it wasn't even something I was thinking about at the time. So do you feel like a lot of fans and maybe some observers as well don't realize that while your physical, being physically in shape is great, mentally it's just as important, if not more? Uh, man, being mentally in shape is 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 way more important than than physical. You know, um, they're both important, but you you can't fight without the headspace to fight. It's um not at this level anyway. It's it's so important to um, yeah, to 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 be healthy. You know, mentally. And, and you've been fighting for quite a while. I don't think people realize this. You're you're only thirty one years old, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And you've been fighting since two thousand nine. So I mean. <laughs> That, that's a whole lot of time. You're definitely a young veteran, uh, to say the least, obviously a, a former world champion. How's your body feeling these days? How do you take care of yourself? Yeah, so, um, <laughs> you know, recovery is a big thing. It's um, I try to make sure I get my eight hours sleep every night. It's hard sometimes with as many kids as I have. But, um, you know, I try to eat well. I try to make sure I get my sleep in. I stretch a lot. They're my, they're my main sources of recovery. I get a massage every once a week. To, to try and, you know, get through some knots. But um, otherwise, it, yeah, it's just that. It's, it's more about how you train. You know, I, I have light days and strong days and hard days and just manage it. What drew you into MMA in your adult life? I, I've done martial arts my, my entire life. So, like, I, I did karate and then went from karate to XXXXX. So I, I, went, I went through that chain of events. And um, I guess it was like I just I enjoyed combat sports. I, I enjoyed martial arts. I enjoyed fighting. And... Um, you know, I, I'm very competitive. So when I was going through my martial arts, you know, journey, I was competing in it. And honestly, just one thing led to another and I ended up fighting and uh, got the first taste of it. And the rest is history. I just loved it and never looked back. Is there like a multiverse where Robert Whitaker has a different career path? Uh, <laughs> probably. It's hard to say. There's probably an, an, an alter, alternate reality where Rob Whitaker is a, a crappy electrician instead of <laughs> instead of a top tier fighter for sure. Or hey, maybe a gamer, may, may, maybe a streamer, right? Full time, you know, competing in esports, you still be competitive. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't, I don't know about esports competing. Like, I, I gain plenty now. <laughs> you know, it's um, I don't know if I could do the whole esports thing. That's seems so stressful 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and you got to start out young. There's kids that start like at 18, like 16, 17, and they're done by 25. I'm like, yeah, retired. Wow. Yeah, I, I think I think it has something to do with like how fast that twitch twitch reaction is in the head, and uh, you know, there's there's it, it actually does degrade. Like you can do exercises and things to keep it going for longer, but it's it's one of those things that you don't have a lot of control over. Yeah, those kids are, are definitely built different, as well, as the kids say. And as for you, when it comes to gaming, what are you playing these days? Uh, so I play a lot of Bethesda titles, as you can see in the chair. Play a lot of Fallout's and and Skyrim's, and uh, love the Dark Souls series. So I play a lot of those and Demon Souls and things like that. And uh, play a lot of indie games, to be honest. If you like a lot of indie games on Steam, it's um, I play a lot of everything, to be honest. <laughs> Is there a hidden gem on Steam in your Steam library that you want to shout out? Ah, uh, like what sort of indie? Yeah, like something indie that maybe we we, we haven't like played before, or so a lot of people haven't played before. They should check out. Uh, rogue sales good value put like 70 hours into it for like an eight dollar game it's, wow. uh yeah it's, it, it's pretty good if you like rogues like prepare to have your heart broken but because that that thing's hard <laughs> man real hard now i gotta ask you you mentioned skyrim i'm a huge skyrim fan what path did you take in skyrim did you go the straight and narrow did you join the thieves guild how'd you end up oh wish playthrough right <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I, I generally uh what do i do I, I go wizardy. I go magicy boy. And then, okay. I, yeah, on, honestly, I just go through the the major's guild quest line at Winterhold, and then build my house okay. with that with that with that DLC. I just build my house, and then end up like, getting a wife and putting all my decorations up, <laughs> <laughs> making a little life sim. Awesome, awesome. I dig it. Now we always like to ask all our guests some kind of random rapid fire questions and a lightning round just to get to know them better. Are you ready? I am, but I'm terrible at these, like actually terrible. Well, let's go. We'll see about that. All right. <laughs> Favorite late night snack or cheat meal? Uh, anything, anything. Like I, mate, anything. Like there, there are nights I go out in the cupboards and I come back with anything that's in the cupboards. I just, depends what flavor of the month it is. Okay. Okay. How about this? What's the most obscenely unhealthy guilty pleasure food you have? Is there something that, you know, you definitely can't eat as a professional athlete all the time, but Man, like after a big fight, you're just gonna go grab it. Oh yeah, it's 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 just like fast food, like KFC or or Hungry Jacks, but your Burger King, like that sort of stuff. Like I just love that sort of stuff. That stuff is straight heart attack food as well. Like <laughs> it's terrible for you, but that's they're the things that uh, a guilty pleasure after a fight for sure. All time favorite fighter. Ooh, ooh, crap. Oh. Mark Hunt, maybe. All right. Yeah, maybe Nick Take away time frames, age, whatever. Is there a dream opponent you have? Somebody that's like maybe a UFC legend that you would love to have fought in their prime? <laughs> no, no way. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I've been asked this question throughout my career. You know, it's just something <laughs> that's come up, and I never have an answer for them. I, I don't want to fight for fun. Like, <laughs> and if and if it's for money, then I'm going to pick some small guy that has no idea what he's doing and i'll try and fight fight him what's your favorite spots in australia and new zealand if, I, if i'm heading over there you know well pre-apocalypse you know what would you recommend me check out sydney for sure sydney's where i live and it's let, let's be honest it's the only reason anybody comes to australia so um <laughs> sydney for sure can't speak too much on on, on new zealand I, I haven't spent a great deal of time over there in australia there's a conception or maybe it's a misconception that while it is beautiful 
there are a ton of things that could also kill you there. Mm. So have you had any close calls being in Australia with some of these giant spiders or boxing kangaroos or any of that nature? No, yeah, like there's been a couple of times like you can see on my Instagram, I had there was a massive funnel web that was running around my house, oh, and that was terrifying. Funnel webs will kill you. They're, they're, they're terrifying. They're, they are some big, nasty-ass spiders. If you've ever seen a funnel web, they are thick. They are hairy. They, you can't step on them because they're too big. Like, they, they are scary, funnel webs. But also, I've had a brown snake in the back that I've had to kill with a shovel. Like, <laughs> brown snakes, will, they'll kill you as well. They're, they're, no, they're no fun. But, um, yeah, I don't know. You get used to it. It's not too bad. So it's just part. It's just part of life, right? Well, it's not like I'm dodging him every day. It's, <laughs> it's, it's the odd, odd occasion, really. Fair enough. Besides gaming, besides of course training, what are your hobbies? I play some. I try to I try. I'm, I've been trying to learn the guitar. So that's uh, that's a bit of fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than that, really, like I read a lot. Read a lot. Watch a lot of anime. Um, yeah, what, an, what 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 really. anime? I've seen too much to, to even start. Like, I don't know, recently, there's a, in the current season, season two of 86 has come out. That's really good. It's really good. Um, other, but otherwise, I've, I've seen too much, mate. Like, <laughs> if you could be one anime character in real life, who would you be? One Punch Man. Easy. Dig Easy. It. Just because, like, he may not even be the strongest character uh, across the board, but he's just so chill. I like the way, I like the limitations he has, you know, how he can't fly, but he can jump super high. Like, I don't know. I like it. I like his character. As far as game consoles, are, are you somebody like me that has like all the Infinity Stones? You own every single console known to man. Is there one that you, you're particularly uh, favor? What are you playing on right now? PC. So um, okay. I'm a PC gamer. Um, but if I had to pick a console, it'd be PS5 probably. Uh, that's the one I'm running at the moment. My sons use the Xbox though, and they love it. And I think there are a lot of quality of life things on the Xbox. There are certainly some benefits to, you know, that that um to to, to one or the other. But um, I'm liking the PS5. Demon Souls is exclusive on it, so that's why I bought it. And that DualSense controller is is badass. I don't know how they made the DualShock even better, but it's a great controller. Yeah, it's crazy. I I. I accidentally keep pressing R2 all the time and attacking NPCs by accident. It's killing me. We'll work on that. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) How do you juggle everything, man? Being a professional fighter, obviously maintaining your health at the highest level. And of course, you know, being a family man. Um, mate, that's, that's, that's the game. That's, that's the hard thing, isn't it? That's, that's the, that's the thing everybody wants, you know, is balance. This is trying to spend too much time, uh, trying to spend time with your your kids and your work and your games and yourself and finding that sweet balance where everything is firing off well is just, that's that's the journey. <laughs> you like, for me anyway, that's, that is the goal of life is trying to achieve that perfect balance because everybody feels it when they're out of balance. You know, if you don't spend enough time with your family, you feel it, you miss them, you feel guilty. If you spend too much, if you don't spend enough time on the mats, you're not fit enough, you feel guilty, you worry about the next fight, worry that you're not getting better, but you're happy with the family, you know, you got to spend time with your wife at the same time, like, which is, you can't really connect to either either. It's, you know, that's it. That's, 
that's that's life. That's the hard part. That's that's the hardest level, isn't it? For sure. And I would imagine it's important to have family members, have a spouse who understand that lifestyle and understand that, hey, you know, we can live a great life, but there is a lot of time and dedication that it takes in order to get to the top. Yeah. You know, having having supportive people around you is the everything. It's it's I wouldn't be where I am today without my wife's affair and um you know her understanding and help along the way because I've been with her well before I was a fighter. So she's she's helped me and cultivate me to to becoming this to to being able to do what I do. So um, yeah, it's it's you need it. You need it. you need to surround yourself with good people. So she's the real MVP. Sure, well, hundred <laughs> percent, easily, hands down. All right, and we'll get you out of here on a positive note. What's the best piece of advice you give anybody watching, listening to this uh, for success? For success, don't quit. Don't quit. Find out what you love doing and just pursue it, you know, and don't give up. Just don't quit. Determination, perseverance, you know, wins out. It may not be now, may not be in 10 years. Just, you know, just just get at it. Get at it. And then what's that saying? If, if you love what you're doing, you never work in a day in your life, something like that. It's like if, you, if, if, you, if you're enjoying the journey, then what does it matter? Well said. Well said. Well, we appreciate the time, Robert. We definitely have enjoyed watching your journey, especially the journey back to title contention, UFC 271, February 12th, live on pay-per-view here on ESPN Plus in the States on pay-per-view, taking on Israel Adesanya. Robert, best of luck. Actually, one more question. Is there anything you wish I asked you in this interview? <laughs> nah, you got me covered, mate. I think that was, I think it was very good. <laughs> awesome. Well, Robert, thank you so much for your time. Best of luck, February 12th and beyond. Appreciate it, mate. Thank you very much.